Hey everybody, welcome to Cut, Print, Check the Gate. I'm your host, Ron Van Timmer, and I'm Vice President of Programming at Studio C in Celebration Cinema. Joining me today, a full house. Hey. hey. Eric Kuyper, Chief Creative Officer for Studio C. Quinn Matthews, General Manager and Talent Buyer. There or you go. Booker yeah. Buyer. And Booker. Yep. For the listening room, which is opening soon at the uh, Celebration Cinema Studio Park. And I'm going to let Quinn introduce our newest member of the team here. Yeah, absolutely. This is Nick Jones. Hello. Very easy (laughs) name to say. Nick Jones. It's him here. Um, And he is our audio engineer uh, Uh inside the listening room. And we've talked about this many times before with you. Also, it's good to be back. Thank you. Thanks for having us back. With the, with the celeb here, Ron. Um, so we this place is called Listening Room, and it's mm-hmm. for an intimate experience with artists, and we want you to listen. Um, so we worked really hard uh, just from the ground up, literally designing an acoustically special room um, with everything involved, as well, of course, as the audio equipment. Um, it's actually a style room where... It's small, but there's actually there's a lot of speakers, which when you first think of, you're like, wait a minute, why would you need so many speakers? But the idea is to really be able to control every part of the room yes. instead of just having two speakers up at the front that are supposed to blast out and hit everyone. Um, so it's definitely out of uh, my league to be able <laughs> to understand what to do with all of that. So we needed a pro. And a pro <laughs> wandered into Grand Rapids from yeah. North Carolina for some Randomly, crazy reason. Yeah. And so, yeah, so welcome, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, tell tell Ron and everyone a little bit about yourself here. Cool. Well, my name's Nick Jones. Uh, I just moved here from North Carolina, Asheville. I, uh, a lot of music there. A lot of music mm-hmm. there. Small town, but lots of music. Awesome. Uh, I freelanced doing audio there. Got on the road for about two and a half years with a bluegrass band called Town Mountain. Uh, me and my wife decided to move up to Grand Rapids to get close to family. And uh, as soon as I got here, I saw a job offer with uh, the listening room, and I hopped on it. And next thing I know, I'm sitting in this chair in this room on <laughs> a podcast. Like, <laughs> you are, have you actually seen the room now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, today we actually yay. went we went, uh, we went over. Yeah, we went over for the first time mm-hmm. today. For, for me, the first time. Sure. Um, saw the room, and... It was honestly more than I expected and cool. made me really inspired and excited to mm-hmm. get in there and start making some music. So name, give me some name brands here. What <laughs> kind of what kind of equipment are we talking sure. about here? Um, we have, um, well, the PA, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. Public it's, address. Public <laughs> address, yeah. Um, so great. <laughs> the thing that the music comes out of uh, uh it's a brand called L Acoustics, and they are a very, very respected name in the live music industry. Cool. Um, they make everything from huge line arrays that you see at music festivals to uh, boxes that can fit in small rooms, like the, uh, smaller rooms like the listening room. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just really known for high quality um, build and high quality sound, some of the high qu- highest quality in the cool. in, in the industry. Sure. And if you look at the biggest names on their tech writers, you see that the biggest names want to use this equipment. And I think that's a big reason why the listening room went and chose this stuff is because we're trying to make the listening room a great place to listen to music. Yeah, and artists can really just come and plug in, essentially? Or yeah. What, what do they have to bring? They, anything? So, yeah, so... Um, 
I think Quinn and I were talking about doing some backline stuff, and we've partnered with a great company in town called LiveSpace. Sure. And they have a bunch of equipment that will be readily available to us. Um, but uh, yeah, we are going to have all the mic cables, we're going to have microphones, we're going to mm -hmm. have all that jazz. Um, so hopefully an artist can just come into the listening room, put their amp down, and leave the rest to me. Sweet. So, yeah, yeah, and it you know even comes with Nick uh, running the show, you know. So oh, it is a, it's a, <laughs> too, yeah. it's a complicated room, like I talked mm -hmm. about with equipment and sure. everything. And so even you know the smallest of the smallest, biggest of the biggest acts that come in there, um, we have our own professional audio engineer that runs the console uh, sure. for the show mm -hmm. because it helps, and that's part of bringing him in. You know, we talked about this before: is feeling like it's your room, all different venues and he can talk way more about this than I can it sounds so different no matter how it's built there's always the like you walk in one corner and you're like that's weird it drops off over here and mm -hmm. just every single room is different so to have Nick um, he's in there already and it's still a construction zone you know as we're yeah. finishing up no he'll know the sound of this room yeah and lights I assume that's almost as equally important to artists right yeah so that's definitely it's already there or will be there for them. Yes. Light, lights will be there. Light board will be up there. Now, um, your rider calls for a disco ball. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get that. You Drop didn't. Down, so I will. Pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. My comedy doesn't need a disco ball. I can do without that. Just wrong. <laughs> well, sweet. So I, I know we want to talk about the artists, too. Yeah. And we'll probably come back to this whole sound and light uh, system that's going on in there. But... So when do we kick off? What's uh, yeah. when do we start? Um, really excited that the first week of November uh, things get crazy right then. And I've talked to you mm -hmm. before about you know this is a true music venue. It's not a special event place. It's not a seasonal operating place. Um, so you know we've always wanted to program at least four nights a week, if not five. There could be weeks that were jammed with six seven nights in a row of music and it's a little bit of everything when i say that doesn't mean we're always bringing in the best of the best with a high price dollar ticket uh, work very close with the local music scene here great music scene in mm -hmm. michigan and even specifically west michigan um, so on any given night it could be a local act it could be um you know an open mic style show or it could be a ladysmith black mambazo who we have coming in as well who yeah. is a 13 piece choral South African group. Um, if you know the uh, the old Paul Simon uh, sure. songs where he recorded a few albums with them. So, you Love know, you literally do get a little bit of everything with programming. Mm -hmm. um, but you asked, and we do the first real concert, which tickets are available now, is November 6th with a duo called David Wax Museum. Uh, great, great touring uh, duo uh, with sort of a folk and even like um, sort of a Spanish kind of sound to their music. They play some interesting instruments. And uh, what we wanted to do is have that first weekend some really great solid artists. Um, the following night is an artist out of Nashville named Matthew Perryman Jones. Uh, who is just playing solo, great sort of indie musician. And then that weekend's going to be really fun because we have the artist David Bazan, um, who was in the band Pedro the Lion. And he, uh, and Eric can kind of talk a little bit about this as well, uh, has a documentary out, which is something that oh, we've yeah. been very excited, of course, with Ron, yeah. too, with programming. This music venue's in a movie theater. Hey, here's what, a tie-in. Um, so, you know, we can show films, and maybe it's a documentary, maybe it's a 
blockbuster film that has a certain song in it right. from a certain artist. We all know that this seems to be the year of music movies. Yeah, that's you know. right. Um, We're working on that Frozen 2 right time, yeah. or even Get, now. Uh, Adina Menzel in. Uh, <laughs> Too bad the Beatles were not available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yesterday reprisal. <laughs> well, um, Eric, I, I yeah. just want to ask him a minute because the, the uh, website, which is listeningroomgr.com yep. has has some really unique features to it as as Quinn is talking about these particular artists uh, you can go to the website and get lots of information sampling what what more yeah. is on the website yeah so uh, for each of the artists there is an artist page and on their artist page um, you can really learn about them through a couple different things. We're linking to a YouTube video of some kind of a performance or a music video or something along those lines, as well as a Spotify playlist um, mm. of, of some amount of their more recent music or sort of their essentials or something along those lines. So um, because we, we are going to range from um, nationally touring bands that people may know of might be more household names all the way to really local stuff that people may be and you know some of the local stuff may be more familiar to people around Grand Rapids than some of the artists that are that slot in between like a Matthew Perryman Jones I think is a great example where maybe people don't know him um, but um, I mean I personally did this I was at my yeah, I was at home I was washing dishes I opened the website and I and I didn't know much about Matthew Perriman Jones so I started streaming you know on the Spotify playlist while I was doing dishes in my kitchen and it was like oh this guy has like this Leonard Cohen kind of vibe going in here a little Jeff Buckley vibe going on in here you know two artists that I love and so then it's like oh this is great so this is who this guy is mm -hmm. um, and that's the way we wanted to design the website knowing that there are going to be artists coming through that people don't know about right. um, and that they can they can go to the site and just basically window shop these artists right on our right on our site and when they dig it they just Buy the ticket. Just buy the ticket. Just, just click Go through. Buy the ticket. The, the, I, I always want to say the listening room, but it's just listeningroomgr.com. Yep, listeningroomgr.com. Yep. And you can get to that from studioparkgr.com, I suppose. Yep, or? yep. We link to it there mm -hmm. yep, as well. Yeah, All of our social uh, media and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you want more information about Studio Park and, and uh, everything going on there, that's a cool website. I've, I've just been really impressed with the work the marketing team has been doing on our websites and uh and it's uh, i think the artists have even commented yeah. on that you've, you've heard yeah, a little bit about well it, especially because we all know if you're looking up an artist that's playing at a venue in town you see they're playing then you go to your phone and pull up spotify or i open another window and go to like youtube and see what it looks like so it is like all there on just our website to kind of get a chance to listen and see these artists performing and and that's not normal to be honest in the, in, in websites uh so yeah a lot of the artists know could tell right off the bat like wow you know and that's what we want i mean we used to say well we still say i mean from the beginning this was supposed to be a music venue designed for musicians sure and the fact that it's still not open and a musician hasn't even walked in yet, but we've already with a, a wonderful website that really promotes their music that they're already noticing that mm -hmm. um, is really great. And we want that to continue. Nick and I talk about that a lot. Uh, you know, he's the first one to see the artists when they come in right. um, because they got to load the equipment in and it's not just about how good he is at audio. You mm -hmm. know, it's that relationship that he's going to have. He's about to work with them for eight hours or whatever between yes. load in and, and setting up and then breaking down the show. 
Fantastic. Okay, so you've mentioned like three artists out of how many that you've yeah, been Yeah, I or? think, Eric, do you know off the top of your head, like 30-something at least that we put out there. Wow. Um, I think you, yes. And it goes all, you 32, can buy tickets yeah, right now between November, and I've got shows already. Some musicians book really far out, so we're already looking in 2020. I mean, some of the announced shows aren't even till March, April 2020 sure, even. Sure, sure. So it spans from November, and then we're continuing through 2020, and like I said, an average three or four, if not five shows mm-hmm. a week, and and um, just, just one other important thing that we wanted to do is to show that you can listen to many different styles of music. Uh, certainly, cool. we have acoustic singer-songwriters. That's what you think of listening rooms, and we have many of them. It's a great room uh, for jazz as well because the way we built it reminds us sort of of an old-school jazz club. Uh, Ron, you'll mm-hmm. be sitting back in the booth with a bourbon and a cigar. Oh, yeah. um, can we do cigars? Smoking is not allowed, but for you, you can have a cigar. <laughs> You've decided it's that. You know? just, I'll just, just non, I won't yeah. light it, all like, right? I'll just you're like the George it. Burns of Grand Rapids. <laughs> oh, we all know it. <laughs> I don't know if I like that or not. Is Gene like that? Okay, yeah. Please continue. I know. I, I know exactly what you're. I got the. Yeah, mo- I got yeah. the mood. So, I, got a, you know, I got the mood. Um, mm. And there's there's great jazz in West Michigan. First of all, we mm-hmm. have several great players: uh, John Shea, Robin Connell, um, so many that are. Uh, they were New York jazz musicians mm. for many years from here, and some of them came back to teach, like at Grand Valley or different music schools. Some of them just still tour and want to call Grand Rapids home. So um, we are lucky to have have a Steinway piano that we do? Um, yes we Sweet. sure do yeah so it's that. a it's a baby grand uh, Steinway which is an incredible piano mm-hmm. um, so we'll really I mean first of all just that look I mean that three-piece jazz of the upright sure. bass yep. and that grand piano mm-hmm. and you know it just in low lighting and you're just gonna feel like you're in Chicago or Detroit or New York now Nick you don't even have to mic those instruments in a jazz show or you do yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. Because he, we want him to have control. We don't want uh, the musicians. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it's all about. And the whole thing though. is having all the speakers everywhere, so everyone gets equal coverage. Yeah. And if nothing is coming out of them, then yeah, what's yeah. wrong? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so jazz. You know, we've got what, name um, a, yeah, the name Bad a, Plus is okay. an incredible group, mm-hmm. and uh, Christian Sands will be doing a trio performance. He's got um, bass. And he'll play the piano. I think he has a trumpet player uh, with him as well. Um, so, you know, that kind of style show is just perfect for this room. We're excited for that. But we've got, you know, some of my favorite. We've got rock bands. I mean, we just Come do on, it. Even though go. when I talk about it, Nick starts sweating a little bit. Um, <laughs> Wait, but, you know, well, explain that. Well, it's a very small room. Sure. Uh, so you don't like to be loud. You don't want the marshals stacked yeah. up to the ceiling there, no? Right? Well, that might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both have been around musicians long enough, and we're both musicians as well, where it's always the guitar player wants to be the loudest <laughs> in the band. And there's just no guitar player out there that is not, no matter what they say. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, totally. Um, but, again, you know, we have several of these style venues um, somewhat in the area. We did a lot of research and went around mm-hmm. to different style music venues. And what I saw is that um, 
musicians that are professional, which is what we'll have in this room, know how to play to a room, you know, and right. they don't want to play in an arena. I mean, some you just can't help. If you're U2, you're U2. You, you, you got to play in an arena. Right. It's part of the deal. Mm -hmm. But some of these middle, like, ground bands that are touring around, maybe they're playing theaters, maybe mm -hmm. they're playing a larger seat, um, like places like the intersection kind of style thing. Sure. But maybe they want to do a little more of a stripped down, this room gives a storyteller's kind of vibe to it Perfect. and it get a little like more into the songwriting and mm -hmm. rock musicians want to do that they do like it and the uh, one group that everyone will know is the verve pipe of course michigan's own verve pipe will be in there uh, for two shows on uh, the weekend of thanksgiving uh, the friday and saturday after thanksgiving we thought that was a nice fit for being the hometown kind of heroes sure absolutely uh, your family's in town mm -hmm. um and but again you know i know those guys really well and i've seen them play in environments like this and brian will play an acoustic guitar you know yeah lou will still play an electric but nick will yell at him to turn down a little bit <laughs> you know and they want to use like the they usually tour with keyboards and he has like an organ and everything and he was like no i want to play on the steinway so yeah. you take like the feel of that room and they know that coming in. They're like, well, let's change up the vibe of how we're doing this show. They must like that, right? I think so. Do you know a singer in that band too? Or is that um, still... There's this, there's this lady that I've been oh. checking out. <laughs> I think I've seen her. I should say that that's my wife before yeah, okay. I get in trouble because I did that on the radio one time. You know, I worked mm -hmm. in radio as well mm -hmm. and I was interviewing the Verve Pipe and I said something like, Who's the chick? She's hot, you know. But people didn't know uh, I was talking to my wife. Um, so, so she's been know. touring with him for a while. Yeah, a couple of years now. It's kind of actually part of the reason why we moved up here is working with them. Right. So um, they're so that's going to be a really really fun weekend. And those are ones that we know. I mean, they sell out at you know big uh, concert halls. Um, mm -hmm. And we only have 200 tickets available, so I know those are going fast. Those will be fun. Yeah, and I, I, I got to know Lou because he was the guitarist in my church yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. all the people from Daybreak are going to show up as well uh, yeah. to see Lou. Uh, but, okay, I, I he's been talking way too That's much. True. Uh, That's true. Do you have a few favorites you want to run down there from? Uh, well, in that same vein as the Verve Pipe, or at least in that same, you know, that 90s awesomeness, mm -hmm. uh, Marcy Playground, <laughs> yeah. speaking of which, Playing to the room, Marcy Playground is doing two sets, an acoustic and electric set, which I think is really fun. So, um, you know, that's, you know. A, a, I kind of recognize take. that name. That, why, 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 why should I know? You'll recognize Mar when you hear it. They had, oh, a, couple they had a couple hits. Couple yeah, of totally. Hits. Yeah, yeah, I'm was, sure you're right. And they were they were at that about that same time. Um, cool. One of the early shows that fits in that, that I guess you would say the jazz category that we didn't, uh, I don't think you mentioned was the Hot Sardines, um, which are, um, they're, you know, they're, they're probably more in like, think about like a swing band. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, is there dancing? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah, you just have to stay in your seats. Oh. So you just yeah. kind of like, you know. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever you can do seated with a drink in your hand. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Not only allowed, but encouraged. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. I can think of some things. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that's a really fun show mm -hmm. early November. I, I am really excited for the Bazan, the couple Bazan shows that are that first weekend because of the documentary. Um, mm -hmm. It, uh, the film itself is a pretty intimate look into 
to the life of a musician in general uh, with Bazan, but he's such a thoughtful, articulate guy. Um, if you've ever been to a David Bazan show, he's sort of famous for like getting a song or two in and then just looking up at the audience and going, any questions? <laughs> you know, like, and, yeah. and it's sort of this joke, but like people will ask a question and he'll end up going yeah. on some like, you know, riff about whatever <laughs> and he is he's just a, such a fascinating person awesome. so to get to watch the doc and mm -hmm. see the arc of his career um and what that has been and sort of the struggle and success of all that and then to walk upstairs you know so see a movie at six o'clock walk upstairs and actually watch that person perform in the intensity of Bazan in a room where the the stage in some ways feels like it's half of the room mm -hmm. is I just think a pretty magical experience that, that will I, be yeah I just can't <laughs> wait for people to get to do that um, Lady Smith Black Mombasa was mentioned that's really cool a again when you think about the scale of the performance space to the actual entire space and the fact that the green room in for our venue is actually <laughs> out the yeah. back door of the venue essentially <laughs> so the artists have to come through come through a seated audience to get to the stage so to, if if you're a fan of lady smith black mombaza and to have those 13 people flow past you right. to get on stage like you, where do you get to do that yeah yeah like <laughs> I, I mean like all of the pieces outside of just the great part of them actually opening their 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 mouth and singing to us or playing instruments there's just so many fun, amazing, unique pieces to the room that that it, I, I think like, boy, you almost I almost don't care who's up there anymore. If they're a great musician, this is going to be a great place to go. My favorite thing about Lady Smith also is when I was talking with their agent. I was first of all, I was super excited. I was like, really? Like they'll come play a smaller venue? And uh, I was like, you know, my stage size. Let me give you the dimensions. I just want to make 13. sure yeah. there's 13 of them. And he immediately gets back and he was like, I'm not worried about stage size at all i just want to make sure you have enough tuna fish and he sends me the rider and these this 13 piece south african band requires like a vat of tuna fish in the green room and he was like i'm not kidding quinn like just so you know like if you book them it requires this much tuna fish i'm like oh my god like all right i know kristen at the 123 yeah that's all they were concerned about when is that show it's uh, March 12th and 13th. Okay. They're doing two shows. two shows. And I know right. I am talking a lot, but I wanted to say <laughs> okay. that we do a lot of two shows yep. because yes. we only have 200 capacity. Right. That's and awesome. To get these bands that normally play five, six, seven hundred, if not a thousand seat theaters, mm -hmm. um, I can bring them in for two or three different shows so everyone will get kind of a chance to see the show. And that would be typically two shows in one day, like a different It totally core. depends on the artist. Right. A lot of the jazz acts are used to that. The jazz clubs usually do an early mm -hmm. and a late show. Okay. Um, but most of the artists, especially like that group, you know, if they're singing that much, they want to breathe there for a mm -hmm. day and, and the next day. So it's just what they prefer. And it's always nice as a touring artist to like stop in a city for more than one day. I would think so and, too. Like stop and catch a breather, hang out in the hotel room. Yeah. Do a lot of them come in in the morning, leave that night, and or or they stay in a couple of nights? What what's typical for a touring act? Uh, typically, I know with Town Mountain and the experiences that I've had, it's usually we hit we get to a town in late afternoon, load in, mm -hmm. and hit the hotel that night after the show and leave the next morning. Sure. So it's very quick, and mm -hmm. so I know I always appreciate when we stop in a town for more than a day yeah and you know if you're a 
touring, if you're a working musician that's touring, a day uh, off is no pay. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's nice, but if the reason they're leaving the next day is because they're hitting Chicago, mm-hmm. then they're hitting Milwaukee and continuing yeah. on and on. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what a lot of these artists will be doing is stopping in between yeah. major city tours, right? All right, I've heard about some November and some March, somewhere in between there. Nope, that's it. That's a couple (laughs) more artists that uh, people want to know about, right? Sure. Um, Well, let's see here. There. By the way, while you're looking that up, the David Bazan show, the first one, yep. the tickets are available now. Correct. What, what, what's, is he a normally priced sort of range for yeah, this kind of show? Yeah, all of our or? shows are priced pretty uh, normal, I guess you would say, for this style show. We're usually, we're averaging in the 20 to $25 oh, range, wow. which also means that there's some shows that are 5 10 bucks, and some shows are 50 60 bucks. Uh, I think Got Bazan it. is like 25 and that seems to be when I... Looked at all of our ticket prices and did a quick average. We're right around twenty five bucks, something like that, to see these shows. That is very reasonable. Well, <laughs> especially when you consider everyone's in the front five rows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's not a twenty five dollar like standing room only GA ticket. No. it's it's a it's a seat in the first five rows. Reach out and touch with yeah. someone coming and bringing you your drinks. Right. So, I mean, on that <laughs> on that end, I feel like it's just, you know, it, it's it's really an amazing deal. And the stage is only like seven inches off the ground. Yeah. yeah. So they're literally right there. Yeah. That's yeah. so perfect. And it is, you know, you just said they bring you drinks. I mean, and I, I keep saying this jazz club kind of feel, but it is, it's got this old school kind of, it's a nice place with nice drinks and servers bring you drinks. You really do get an experience mm-hmm. out of it. However, when I do say that, I always want to go back and say it doesn't mean that we can't go in like this and just hang out and yeah, watch a show there's n- it's not supposed to be this like fancy kind mm-hmm. of thing unless you want it to be why not you know take a date uh, out and see lady smith black mombazo right? go see a movie uh, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right. a movie we have a couple of bluegrass acts which i want to talk mm-hmm. about and and nick can jump in here as well because he's been touring with a bluegrass band um so I lived in Tennessee before this, and I'm from North Carolina, which is where Nick's from as well, which are like the bluegrass capitals of the world. It's like literally. Other than Grand Rapids. Yeah, and, and Grand Rapids. Like, I mean, like well, we're all Grand competing Rapids a little bit. Yeah. South. Um, so, you know, there's. there's a city came from another beer city. Today. Yeah, that's true. That, right? That's true. Um, but what's really cool, first of all, it's an incredible um, style of music. These Usually, if you're in a bluegrass band, you're somewhat of a virtuoso. You can't fake playing bluegrass it's very fast they're they're interesting instruments mm-hmm. it's not just like yeah i kind of play banjo you know like <laughs> you the, just it's just not banjo, it's right? just not going to fly <laughs> now lately in west michigan um, we've got a few kind of bluegrass bands blown up from here hmm. uh, green sky bluegrass from down in kalamazoo just kind of took over what a couple years ago i mean yeah. they've been big for a while on the festival circuit and um and then billy strings was an incredible well, is an incredible guitar player and bluegrass musician on several instruments is from here as well and he was he still is a kid, but he was a kid that was playing around town with just a guitar and a duo and mm. just got kind of more and more. And now he's got this really cool he's bluegrass, but he's like, he's got long hair and tattoos. He used to listen to death metal. He yeah. wears <laughs> death metal t-shirts, but he's up there like killing it on an acoustic guitar. It's a really fun Love thing to watch. Take his ass off. And I, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? It's awesome to watch. Yeah. That, that is, I'm a yeah. big guitar fan. Yeah. I so, can't wait to see those yeah. guys play. And so out of all of that, bluegrass musicians are coming through town more, mm. which is mm. really great just because we did kind of get a little bit on a musical map of bluegrass. So we've got artists like... <laughs> 
like uh, Jeremy Kittle is coming. I think that I want to say that shows in November. It's pretty quickly after we open up. Um, he's a another virtuoso. He's he's a fiddle player, but he's also classically trained. He has a Grammy nomination from. Uh, composing with Yo-Yo Ma. Mm. So he takes like kind of the bluegrass kind of sound, but uh, again, kind of adds a little bit of a classical bit to it. Did you pull that show up? Yeah, it's November 13. Uh, Yep. November 13 with Jeremy Kittle. And then we've got uh, Mark Lavengood is a local bluegrass musician, plays Dobro, uh, great player. Uh, Nick has worked with him before. Mm -hmm. Uh, He used to tour with Lindsey Lou and the Flat Bellies, and uh, now he's here. Uh, uh, where he's from and has a solo career. So Mark Lavengood performs on November 22nd. Um, and, you know, talk a little bit about, I, I talked about bluegrass, but, you know, that is a different style even um, for audio-wise, right? I mean, Definitely. I mean, I personally find acoustic, um, acoustic music to be some of the most challenging music to make sound go through speakers because not, it's not supposed to go through speakers right. at all. It's right. supposed to be... You know, especially with bluegrass, you know, it's kind of, you imagine bluegrass when you think of it in your head. I imagine, like, a dude on a, with a banjo on his porch jamming with some friends, you know? I saw Deliverance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the, you know I, that, that is. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the image that people, when you say the banjo, that's the, what people think uh, of. I know. Isn't that crazy? So, um, you know, they're not, it's not, they're, these instruments are not meant to be amplified like they are, like mm-hmm. the way we're doing it mm-hmm. now. And so I really tried to make it sound as natural as possible through the PA by using microphones instead of onboard pickups from the instruments. I wondered about that. Yeah, it helps with the, nat- the natural sound of yeah. the instrument come through. Sure. Um, and also, I find that the musicians, there's this, there's this um, tradition in bluegrass that the original people just played around one mic, right? And they mm-hmm. would go in and out of, in and out, sure. <laughs> and it would create this dynamic f- for the band and that still happens today. Cool. If like I know Town Mountain, we everyone has a mic, and they're able to control the dynamic themselves of the instrument by walking up to the mic and stepping away from it. So it gives the band kind of control too over that instead of me just having total control. So with these acoustic acts, it's kind of like a symbiotic relationship with me and the band that mm-hmm. you know I think if it comes out right, it comes out amazingly. Yeah, well. yeah. It'll so be that's. A great time. Um, Kittle and Company is one of those bluegrass acts on November 13th, and then Mark Lavengood's on November 22nd. If you're interested in seeing this happen yes. for yeah. real. Well, and speaking of banjos, <laughs> We Banjo 3. That's true, yeah. January what? 19th is uh, one of the fastest selling tickets we it's have. About to go. It's about to sell out. Yeah. I'm not kidding. So it's in three banjos? It's a bluegrass band. Well, no, just it's the three. Yeah. Oh, There's okay. four guys in the band. <laughs> okay. TBD nope. on how many banjos. No banjo. It's, it's, yeah. it's hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah. 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 <laughs> but that, you know, that's a show that's selling really, really well. How, right how do these yeah. guys get popular? I mean, is it just touring and playing? Are they actually selling records or downloads? or I don't No one's selling records. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Selling, yeah. monetizing yeah. their music somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It is. I mean, the name of the game these days now it has become touring because because we all know the music industry really changed. And mm-hmm. why, while you can buy records and CDs and download music still, most people stream it. Mm-hmm. And that is not uh, financially in the <laughs> artist's favor. You know, okay. it's just not, it's great for exposure. It's kind of a catch 22, mm-hmm. though it doesn't pay well. Two million people still listen to it. Sure. You know, yeah. so maybe when you do go to that town and they found you on Spotify, they go to your show. 
Um, so yeah, and hopefully buy a shirt. Yeah, yeah. several shirts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I did I. I I'll admit, my last show that I saw was 21 Pilots, and I knew some of their music, but now I bought 10 songs yeah, since then, yeah, too. Yeah, of course. So they, they're not getting rich off those my, my buying songs Unfortunately on Unfortunately not, but okay. Spotify is. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. doing great. Don't worry. Okay, fine. <laughs> <clears throat> what other acts you got, uh, you'd got? you like to mention? Yeah, I don't think you've gotten to 30-some acts yet. <laughs> yeah, so. well, I will say another thing, too, that that I'm excited for that I think um, the general public kind of around Grand Rapids and Michigan is, um, you know, we talk about these silly television shows like American Idol and mm-hmm. The Voice and all that. Um, you know, you can go either way with it. You can be like, oh, it's kind of lame. Yeah, I get it. But the one thing it does, I think about this all the time in many different art forums, is it's it does get a couple million or however many million uh, into music, period. You know, mm-hmm. if we want to complain about certain parts about it, whatever. But maybe I'm glad they're at home on their couch watching someone perform music rather than watching something else, you know? True. And maybe that does get a few more people off the couch when artists come through. Um, so we've had, uh, we have a couple musicians that were on those shows coming through town. Now, one of them, Chris Allen, who was the winner of American Idols, the eighth mm-hmm. season of American Idol performs on November 23rd, um, which is really cool that he plays pretty big places. He has like an insane amount of followers. Like it almost made me nervous when I first booked it. Like, are we going to have like rioting from, you know, kids (laughs) outside the door, watch the show. Um, But he, again, is also, he's playing solo and, and wants to showcase that he's not just this American idol, you know, on whatever TV he doesn't just show. sing right you know mm-hmm. he he he's a songwriter and mm-hmm. i think that's going to be a great show um november 23rd and it's just him acoustic perfect and we also have this artist named I ha- i've been practicing this cuz i'll have to announce about Laith Alsadi um who is was on the show the voice oh, yeah. and his name sounds kind of like the way he looks because it's like long hair and big beard he's just a very interesting looking guy oh, and he's from uh the east side of the state here in michigan oh, he is. and people have known him for years he's an incredible incredible guitar player um just like and he goes on the voice because he actually has an incredible voice too and we all knew him as this guy that played around in bars and stuff and i don't remember where he didn't win the whole thing but he got in crazy far in it and became like nationally or internationally known um, for being on that show. So he's coming to town. It's on December 6th and he's one of those ones we're doing two shows so he'll do a 6 o'clock and a 9 o'clock there. Um, So it's kind of fun again like we're talking about all the different styles of music Mm -hmm. and and to me it's also all the different people in our community that would like to go attend a concert i'm always thinking about that i want everyone age or whatever to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. in here and want to come um because it's this act or this act or they just know it's a place that provides these kind of acts perfect any themed up for the holidays kind of shows is that cross well, your path just or your one man christmas show <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right christmas um, day nobody will be busy doing something else um, um yeah no i i was trying to figure out i'm still kind of playing around i mean i'm definitely just not doing a show on christmas even christmas yeah, right, of course not because it's nick and one... i will be exchanging gifts with each other <laughs> right. at home. Secret Santa. It's, you know it's the yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> 
it's the one two, day two person secret Santa. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the one day a year our theater is actually closed yeah. early on Christmas Eve. But, but Christmas one, Day is a huge day in totally. our movie. Yeah, business, absolutely. So. And one thing that's fun, mm-hmm. it, we all know. I mean, the holiday season starts now. I guess probably it's September. You know, it's like it's a long. <laughs> it's not about Christmas Day. You know, it's sure. the however many weeks leading up. And I do like that a lot of artists put out holiday music. There's some really great stuff. We yeah. all again can say like I hate holiday music or I like it but what I like is that there's some really cool interesting different kind of holiday music with some really indie bands and so it'll be fun like around the holiday time um, whether it's a holiday show or they just kind of break out some of those kind of songs will certainly be happening in there. Well, there's a lot to learn at uh, listeningroomgr.com where you can buy tickets for all of the shows these guys have mentioned and find out uh, how many other shows we di- didn't mention. And you're adding them like every day, yeah, every, every week. Yeah, every week a few more get added, announced, and then they go on sale later that week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we may have some special October, even uh, early local musicians will share on the website, right? Yeah, totally. It looks like um, we'll have some time, which we wanted to reserve to kind of get a feel for the room, let Nick walk around and get these speakers sounding Mm -hmm. good. So we thought it'd be perfect to team up with some nonprofits and kind of make it a Mm -hmm. a, a special kind of show for them and bring in an artist. And it, it, again, call it sort of a soft opening where we're testing the waters out. Sure. Uh, But yeah, hoping to do a few of those in October. What's your instrument of choice, Nick? I didn't hear what um, you In school, I studied guitar. Okay. Um, but when I graduated, I immediately started playing drums and bands, which is okay. kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> but you can still play the guitar a yeah. little if you yeah. want to, right? Yeah, I can play a G chord and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you have a musical instrument? Did you grow I'm up a, with I'm one? I'm pretty good on the cowbell. Yeah. Cowbell. He's sitting in with every He's act. Natural of rhythm. I can <laughs> yeah. see it in his eyes. It's right. I, I I used to play the guitar quite a bit, but yeah, me too. No, it's we were actually just got out of the basement. And you did hung there it on the go. wall in our living room, so oh. we'll play it more. Exactly. I actually, I actually just got a notification that Amazon delivered me some guitar strings Uh-oh. today. Nice. It's happening. It's out of the case, baby. Yes. And what are you doing, February? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tuning my I was guitar. In a, I was in a Creedence Clearwater cover band nice. for a while, so called Take Cover. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want to go back there at all. So again, listening room dot. Excuse me, listening room. GR.com for more acts, more information. The buy tickets are online now. So uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time.